0: how's it going pat Finnerty? this is the what makes This song stink podcast by now you know that it's a podcast uh let's talk about today's episode which is going to be a little different uh it's a mailbag episode everybody loves a mailbag so you know we got an email song stink what's it adam song stink pod song stink pod at, at gmail.com at gmail.com believe it or not gmail.com the hell of a run for gmail I mean, Hotmail was the shit. Let's not forget about Hotmail. Yahoo, AOL, you know, you could tell jokes about, you know, so, oh, man, he still uses AOL, which is kind of funny when you see an AOL come in. Um, But, uh, you know, Gmail, hell of a run. What's going to take it out? Can anything take it out? I don't know. Um, But where's the at Gmail button, like Roku and stuff like that? Just give us the at Gmail. Some some things do. It's like the credit and debit machine make it one machine. Just like, why are you putting your pin in? Sometimes you put your pin in, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you slide it, sometimes you just scan it. Sometimes you put just one machine. Just make it, just take our fucking money. Just one fucking machine. Anyway, um, so it's a mailbag episode. We're going to look at some emails that uh, everybody sent. There's no guest today. There's no song today. This is is just a a straight up Q&A from the old mailbag. Um, So let's get right into it. Email one comes from this dude, Ben. And this subject is funky beat plus four chords Hi Pat, love this week's episode with Scott uh, I just wanted to submit what is, in my opinion The best four-chord song over a funky drum machine of all time That's Just What You Are by Amy Mann Now, I'm not familiar with this song Adam, can you put it on? Yeah, I like it See, I like that four chord progression. It's insane. I don't I don't know why. Um uh, so that's that's the old uh, one six three four. So one six three four into it. <laughs> Listen, I can't I can't like qualify all of this. Just the one five six four, you know what I'm talking about. There's something, you know, so bullshit about that chord progression, but you know the one six three four. It's just got played again.
1: Endeavor, I do, I do to serve Ever made but
0: I guess it's all taste because for me, like the one six three, which is Julia Beatles, um, dun, dun Dun Lonesome Death of Hattie Carroll, Dylan, Amber, the three eleven. Um, you know, it's like, if I got to take, if I have to take one 311 song, I'm taking an Amber and you know, it, it, I mean, 311, oh, I mean, their day is going to come on this channel. Believe it. Um, Nick Hexum and the boys, but if I have to take one, it's that because I'm, I just love the one, uh, six, three V auto, uh, chord progression. I just do. So, um, I'm with you and Amy man's cool. So, you know, whatever. And then, uh, Ben goes on to say, also forever what it's worth, I got my PhD at MIT, Ooh. and I am uh, now a professor at UC Berkeley. A bit of a humble, humble brag there from Ben. So whenever you do your science episode and why everyone plays these silly funky breakbeats, feel free to reach out for some authoritative analysis. You know what? Uh, ben, thanks for emailing. Um, I don't think I'm going to get in touch with you about that, but I do have something that I'm, I'm working on that I do need an MIT guy. So MIT men, email back and uh, you know, and, and and I got another question for you. Let's go on to email two. This is from Betty. Uh, the subject is thunder with two exclamation points. Uh, love the episode. Imagine Dragons. Thunder is aggressively boring. I agree. It legitimately stinks if you're listening to it for the purpose of listening to music. <laughs> That's a good point. Hear me out. I think people enjoy the music or not really listening to it. That's a really good point. And I think that... I've tried to make that in a couple different episodes where it's like, I'm jealous of Train fans. I really am. I mean, it's their world. I say it all the time. It's like, we're playing in a away game over here. It's like, you know, I'm not walking in the, like, you know, I talk about stores all the time, but like, you know, I, I'm not walking into a CVS hearing the replacements. It's not happening. You know what I mean? But I am hearing Train and I'm hearing Imagine Dragons. So it's like, if you do like these bands, I mean, let's, let's get out there. You know, it's like, what? why even buy AirPods? Why, why have headphones on? It's like your favorite band is playing everywhere. So at the end of the day, if you boil it down, I'm jealous of the train fan. Um, because like the point that you're making Betty is that, uh, if you're listening to it, um, you know, the people that enjoy the music are not really listening to it. And they, and Betty goes on to say, it's like, you're, Uh, you're at a party and it's just for people that are like, it's in the background every now and then someone's just going to go thunder at the party in between like sips, you know what I mean? And that's it. Um, So, you know, I think that that's a really good point that you're making there, Betty. And I appreciate it. Let's go to email three from Mason. Uh, Mason likes that. That his name's Mason. He's he's definitely into being a Mason. Uh, The subject is question. Hi, Pat. I love the videos in the pod. Thanks, Mason. My questions are, what is a song or songs that stink by a band that you love and what is a song or songs that you love by a band that stinks? And I get these a lot. Um let's take a sip and think about this. What is a song or songs that stink by a band that you love? So a band that I love, a song that stinks. I'll say this, you know, I I grew up, I like Pearl Jam. You know, I've got a Pearl Jam heart, and 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 I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. You know, um, I would love to talk to Eddie Vedder someday. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about anything after 1998, I don't think. But, you know, I would still like to talk to him at some point in my life. I think Eddie's a cool guy. Um, That said, you know, if I'm going to listen to Pearl Jam, maybe once a year, um, it's going to be Vitology, No Code, or Yield. Yeah. and it's not going to happen every year, but every now and then I'll go back to those. They have an album, I think it's binaural, uh, and there's a song called Nothing As It Seems. And man, does that that song stinks. Ask, ask Mike. Um, we don't have them right now, but he would agree. It's nothing as it seems. It's just slow, it's long. The only thing that is longer is slower. It just keeps going. It starts with an A minor. You got to watch out for A minor songs sometimes you know i mean a minor could be the the holy land give me an a minor you know a minor starting you know uh mary jane's last dance whatever but i mean like a minor's done Runaway, del shannon a minor i mean a minor rules but if you're just starting with that slow a minor like and here's another thing john lennon kind of love him more than my parents and they're okay with that you know but working class hero oh man It's just like, it's just, it just keeps going and I get it, but it's just that, that A minor is a little tough on the, on working class hero. So, you know, but like Senor, Bob Dylan, A minor, love Senor. So it's like, you know, like I said, I'm full of shit most of the time. Can I always defend what I'm saying? No, but that's what the podcast is for because this is more of just a thinking, you know, instead of me, like the videos that I make are like very, very passionate things that I do where like I've had to deal with the song in my head for a really long time, and I'm going to go to every length to try to express myself on why I think that the song stinks as much as it does. In the podcast world, it's just I'm kind of thinking as it's going, real time. Um, so that would be my answer. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll check it down to Working Class Hero. I fucking hate Working Class Hero. always have. Maybe I'm going to like it. Maybe when I'm 60, I'm going to like it. It's not like I'm rolling in. I'm not in a hot tub right now. You guys know that. So, I mean, I believe in a working class person, but, you know, and I love John Lennon more than almost anything. Just can't do that one. And then what is a song or songs that you love by a band that stinks? Let's go with a band that stinks. Um. Okay, I'll, I'll break it down to a part, and I'm going to out myself big time here, because Koso is one of my least favorite bands of all time, Collective Soul, and their day is going to come too. The, Roland, the Rollins are going to, You know, they're going to get their number called. Um, There's that, uh, The World I Know. Now, that song stinks, right? And the band stinks. But at the end, I've always been okay with the end of it because it goes into like this major thing with like, you know, there's strings that come in because it was like their third album. That's what everybody does. And they have some money. Like, let's get some strings in. Get that Kamen guy who did all of the videos, uh, you know, the curly hair guy in the 90s that did all of you know every single like metallica's you know uh they did they did the the symphony record everybody does the symphony record but anyway they brought in uh that guy i think but it goes like adam play uh you know let's let's just listen to it for a second it still stings but that one part just the outro of the world that I know or whatever that song is. I, I hate that band. I despise that song. But when I have to get through it and I get to the end, I'm like, all right. You know, why don't they just make this the song? So um, that's there's your answer there. Um, And Pop Quiz, what's the bass player of Collective Soul's name? Will Turpin. Come on. Tighten it up, everybody. All right. Email four uh, from Joe, Crazy Town Butterfly. Please, please, please address Butterfly by Crazy Town. It would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, Adam, do we have it? Come,
1: my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This April, bitch, you got me sprung with your tongue ring alright let's just rank it
0: let's rank Butterfly so I'm thinking the bass player brought it brought it in unless it's a sample that I don't know so Adam will you put it on again bass line is, is somewhat interesting I think we could all agree on that if we played that and it was on like one hot minute or something like that you know I mean, this is, they want to be red hot chili peppers, right? And it's like the red hot limb biscuit. It's like the red Red hot chili biscuits. Um, the bass line is boom, boom, boom. And then the guitar player would have his part after that. So I'm going to rank it like the bass player, the bass part's the least guilty. Uh, then you got that guitar part. Adam, will you play it again? I mean, the vocal is what makes us... It's the reason why this email was written, right? I mean, you know, the vocal's the worst part of the song, but it's probably what's making it a hit, right? Um, it's it's a very bad song, uh, Joe, who sent the email. Uh, I don't know what else I could really tell you about it. Um, we all had to endure it. We, we dealt with Crazy Town. In Crazy Town, in real life, I was just like, okay, sure, Butterfly, this is what's happening now. I mean, you gotta remember that these were dark years. I mean dark years it's like the light was so bright and then someone just turned off every one of them you know what i mean and it's just like you're in this world where it's like because four years before crazy town you know it was in utero so it's like this this is what's happened at the same time you got like okay computer it's like all of the we got we got stuff happening but but then you know what's making it to the top and i'm you know dave holmes friend of the show. Let's not forget about Dave Holmes. I might have to get him back on and talk about Crazy Town cuz I'm sure he interviewed them. Um, you know, they had a great year. Uh but yeah, the song stinks, of course. Um but the good part of it is that on the show Silicon Valley their cheesy character used to always roll, ride up in his like, you know, Ferrari listening to it. So that was funny. And uh so we got something out of Crazy Town. Joe, I hope that works for you. Um thanks for emailing Um, but just let me give let me just put a cap on that so the bass part is I would say the vocal is the worst part the drum sample is the second worst part no the guitar is the second worst part I mean that's like what do you got and then that's the first thing that is absolutely the first thing you would do just hit one note over it with that little bend there and then the drum sample um and then the bass part i think the bass part in another with another band you know could have been all right um all right email five from brian gannon uh subject to your 10 millionth suggestion brian says big fan of the youtube videos thanks brian and i found the podcast a couple weeks ago which i promptly binged and enjoyed the shit out of i like that you curse there brian nice job there was an angle that you guys didn't touch on in the Thunderpot. It's so fucking lame. When uh, established mainstream artists put up fuck you, man, you didn't believe in us, but we did it anyway into their songs. Yeah, I know. Uh, the first two that come to mind are The Bridge and Nelly's Ride With Me and the most egregious example, All American Rejects. All right. A.A.R. Uh, gives you hell. Thanks for bringing that one up. That song stinks. And he wrote that. That song sticks, And I, I agree with Brian Gannon. That song needs an episode. Have a good one. Um, Good point. As far as the Nelly song goes, I mean, anytime you're kind of going into hip hop, you know, the brag, it's the brag culture's in there so much. So it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not coming down on Nelly. St. Louis, I believe, go Rams Um, before they were Los Angeles Rams, of course. Um, Go Blues. Uh, So let's see. All American Rejects, though. That song does stink. And Adam, do we have that? Three chorus. you got to give me a chorus, Adam. Come on.
1: Well, i that's there before, though.
0: Stinks. Um, but let me tell you a little something about AAR. So they come out. Guy was a good-looking guy, I believe. You know, like modelish kind of dude, Abercrombie kind of looking dude. You know, it made sense. The first song was that, um, the spin,
1: spin, spin,
0: which is complete Weezer. Um, and I think his name is Tyson. Um, and here's why I know all of this. Well, I don't know why, but I do know that when I was making the Weezer episode of uh, my, on my YouTube, episode three, of What Makes This Song Stink, I emailed, or no, I DM'd that guy from All American Rejects. And, uh, and because I, I think I had an angle in the video where I wanted to go like, hey, my band OK Patty, when I was in high school, in college, we ripped off Weezer, but we didn't get anywhere. You ripped off Weezer and you got somewhere, you know, um, that was basically the DM that I sent him. And I was like, I was wondering if you wanted to come on and like I like can interview about that because it worked for you. It didn't work for me. Uh, believe it or not, he di- he didn't get back to me on that one. Um, and I think I think our boy Cuomo went on to like do a song with him, too. So, um, you know, that's a wizard, but let's not talk about them. We'll get to the next email after a quick break. You guys like commercials? Come on. And let's get to email six from Amy Frizzy. That's the best name so far, Frizzy. Awesome. Amy Frizzy. I mean, you want to be friends with Amy Frizzy. I, I wish I was friends with Amy Frizzy. You know, like and if and if you are friends with Amy frizzy, she's she's one of the people that you refer to full name every time. Um, like, you know, I got a buddy named Dave Pap, you know p a p is his last name, Dave Pap. He rules. um, I don't call him Dave. I don't call him Pap. sometimes I call him Pap, I call him Dave Pap. I mean everybody does. you gotta Dave Pap, Dave Pap, right? So you gotta Amy Frizzy, Amy Frizzy. um so Amy Frizzy's coming in with the subject song suggestion. Say la vie. Hi, my name is Amy Frizzy. See, she doesn't just say Amy. I'm a fan of both good and bad music. I like that. And your videos and podcasts. Thanks, Amy. I really loved the Danny California episode, especially. I've always complained about it sounding like petty, too. Um, I'm writing for two reasons. One, to suggest you do the song "Say la vie by the late 90s Irish pop group Bewitched. Never heard that, so... Um, We're going to check that out But I met a person whose favorite band is Train Okay uh, She was 11 years old and has wealthy parents And that take her to different cities To see them live Chasing the train uh, Thought you should know I, And I, I did want to know that So thank you Amy Frizzy So there's a person out there that Train is their favorite band And they're following them around like they're the dead Which you're not getting any I mean it's the same joke in between every song Has to be right like everything is just and it's and i bet like if you go see them it's going to seem like it's you know uh all spontaneous and like you know we're just going to do this but that thing is dialed into the second and this person's going to every single show i wonder what they think about jimmy stafford leaving the group you know jimmy stafford playing those those classic stafford licks you know they just bring in some ham and egger to come in and play Jimmy Stafford's lick, so I want you know maybe I can get that person on the show and I can interview them how they feel about you know Jimmy Stafford leaving the band and uh, how the new guys coming in, and then maybe I could ask them their take on Sambora out of Bon Jovi and what they think about Phil X coming in. You know, maybe um, they're Phil X fans. Who knows? Um, always nice to say Phil X though. Uh, and congratulations to John Five. I wonder if John 5 and Phil X are friends. I've always wondered that. But John 5 has the Motley Crew gig now. So, you know, McMars, I guess there's, they're not propping him up there anymore, putting a fucking broomstick behind him so that he could just stand there. Um, I'll take a shot at McMars. Don't think I won't. Uh, so Amy Frizzy says, Thanks for doing what makes the song stink and fuck Kid Rock. Thank you, Amy Frizzy. Email 7. We're ripping through these, right, Adam?
1: Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear Bewitched or no?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's hear Bewitched. Here we go. Hey, hey, this isn't like the start of a show.
1: Hey Irish? Come on, Ireland.
0: Like that's, that's 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 my lineage. It's my it's, it's my home. That's it where that's that's, that's 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 where it all started for me um you know and that's hey uh, people say this all the time finerty oh that's a good irish name and like you know cops would pull me over and scratch finerty it's a good irish name and they would still write me a ticket like what's that shit about being irish <laughs> who, who cares you know american now i'd love ireland don't get me wrong funny fucks and you know I'm, I'm proud of where i've come i didn't do anything great grandfather you know what i mean he was the one guy on the boat um, But that song stinks And there's plenty of bad bands in Ireland Just like there's bad bands everywhere But that's that blows my mind That that's not from a Nickelodeon show uh, Can we play the intro of that song again? <laughs> like you see them up against the locker The next, you know And then there's like the Zanny Screech Kind of character or whatever. be Screech, Dustin Diamond. All right. Uh, yeah, that song stinks. And thanks for bringing it up, Amy Frizzy. Appreciate it. Email seven, Tom from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Um, may the frown never set on the simple plan. That's what. That's what Tom has to say, Pat. First. First of all, I want to thank you for way back in June, July twenty one, for alerting me that Dr. Dog was on their last tour. Almost missed getting to see them live. Um, and that would have been a huge travesty. So I appreciate you pointing that out. And the Soul Sister app. Shit. I'm still listening to Dr. Dog Hot Stepper. Appreciate that. Go Dr. Dog. Love Dr. Dog. Uh, Toby just put out an EP. I played some guitar on it. You could look that up. And Scott is also um, going to release an album later next year. Uh, I'm not getting paid for, for telling for telling you guys about Dr. Dog nonstop. Um, but, you know, they're one of my favorite bands and they're my buddies. So I'm going to keep talking about them. Um, so I'm glad you got to catch them live. They're one of the best live bands ever. Uh, what are some songs, bands from your past from when you were a kid or a teen that you loved or liked that now realize totally stink? Thanks for all the laughs and have a good one. Well, I think you could go ahead and watch the episode three, like I was saying before, uh, Weezer Beverly Hills. I think that they take care of it. Um that question. All right, moving on. Uh, cause that cause they stink. And you know the amazing thing about Weezer is that I tried to just put this video out to say hey i don't want to have the weezer conversation anymore but then of course i did it to myself and now people still want to talk to me about weezer but i mean it's i didn't that's not fiction you know what i mean it's it's a non-fiction um so you know it's i'm, I'm not enjoying uh everything will be all right in the end white album. i don't care about the way even if i know it's the return to form there's something fundamentally that i do not you know, I don't subscribe to the way that the man runs his shop. I just don't. I think some of his melodies are still really good. I think he has it in him to do it, but it's just I mean, come on. I mean, it's just how much abuse. Talking about Pearl Jam. Can find a better man? I mean, Jesus, like it's almost like he'll do anything, you know, other other than like, hey, I could give you this. Uh, I'm not gonna though. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Um, from Gigo or Gigo, G-I-G-O. Uh subject, please, please, in all caps, do blink one eighty two. And then the and then and then the email reads, please, please do blink one eighty two. Uh same thing as the subject classic. Um they claim that they are a punk band. Am I missing something? This is music for five year olds. Enough said. Um I think it's supposed to be, right? I mean, listen, I'm not like I'm not flying the blink flag here, but I'm also, you know, I see both sides. I see both sides. Um, but I also have I enjoyed a man overboard in my life. Sure, you know, like damn it, you know, kind of sounds like shit. But and it's one five six four. Of course, I mean they they, I mean they they went to. I mean they sold their souls to the one five six four. But there's something about Hoppus. There's something about DeLong, and even Parker. You know, it's like I think that they're buddies, and they were or they were. You know what I mean? And they were just like probably annoyed. They were real annoying, but they were like skaters and, you know, they were hanging out and they wrote songs. And I feel like, you know, it hasn't even DeLong said stuff like we just wanted to write like, uh, you know, just like kids, uh, Adam, yeah, help me out. Not fairy tales. What what are the songs kids get?
1: Nursery rhymes. My back
0: is, yeah. Nursery rhymes. My back is killing me. I can't even think of nursery rhymes. Unbelievable. I'm holding on to this chair, man. Holding on. Um but uh yeah, nursery rhymes. I think DeLong has even said that. So, you know, I mean that's basically what they were doing. And nursery rhymes are, are pretty good. Um and uh so it goes back to like three blind mice kind of shit. I think that they are far from the worst. Um their new song. I don't know how they're coming out with a I mean, they're coming out with a shuffle. I mean the thing goes nowhere. They're in the same uh, you know, have you heard it? It's uh Adam, put it on, will you? I'm a you coming out with the shuffle. <laughs> you know, it's like you could be different on the second song. You know, but and it's kind of low, like DeLong and Hoppers are singing the same register, and you know, DeLong should be the high guy. So, you know, there's problems. But um, you know, so I'm sorry, Giggo, but I'm probably not gonna do Blink 182 because I think that there's far worse out there. Um, next email comes from Eric. Uh, dearest Mr. Finnerty, catching up on all the pods. Thank you. Um One, your videos are now, and now pods are restored in my faith in music, humor, and bullshit uh, as high art. Yaman's work, sir. Thanks a lot, Eric. I appreciate that. Two, toward the end of pod two, you and Diallo segued to Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the the Infinite Sadness. Thought for sure you were going to call back to biscuits, chocolate starfish, and the hot dog flavor water. Um, Since the latter title was supposedly making fun of the former. I never heard that. Uh, Let's see. I've, uh, is it like melancholy and in the infinite sadness, chocolate stardust or chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Oh my God. They were going, they were going to Corgan. Wow. I mean, that's, that's something. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Billy Corgan, I mean, put him on the, he should have been in the asshole invitational. If you, if you've seen the Kravitz bowl video that I did, I did a quick thing where it was like a golf tournament. It was the asshole invitational. I think I had Henley, art Alex um, And Mike Love, they were like playing the golf tournament called the Asshole Invitational. I should add Corgan on there because Corgan loves Corgan. But at the same time, I mean, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins, they were good, right? I mean, you know, I don't know who's, I don't know how you get old. I don't think you get old listening to that voice, but, you know, Durst taking a shot. But there's the thing about Limp Bizkit. They always wanted, like, Borland, you know, the cred guy of the band, and uh, here's what I'll say about it. I'm I'm thinking that I could tell, I could segue this into Borland. I don't know if I ever told this story, but this is really good. So apparently, like, I think it was 2010 or 2012 or something like that. First time Bloom Biscuit got back together or something like that. I'm not sure John Otto was involved. Pretty sure he was, though. There was this, like, uh, scumbag rock cruise where it was, like, you know, saliva and stained and, you know, all these bands, probably five-finger death punch. Um or as Eddie Trunk calls him, Five Finger, uh, you know, all these bands are on it, and they got Limp Biscuit to go. Before they went on it, Borland had done an interview um, with, like, guitar player or something like that where he was, like, slagging off Limp, like, saying that, like, you know, I got sick of the band, I left the band because I didn't want to play that dumb music for those dumb fans, and, like, you know uh you know better than that he was maybe said something about bowie or something like that borland you know he is the artsy guy of the band right but he was just like totally um totally blazing out limp and all their fans and all that stuff calling it dumb and then two years later he probably needed money so he's like yeah i'll go on this scumbag rock cruise so he goes on the cruise, but everybody read the thing. So then this article uh, went on. He's telling this story how he was like had to hide in his cabin the entire time because everybody was like throwing shit at him, and the bands wouldn't even look at him when he was at uh, catering. Awesome. So just think about Borland like curled up in a cabin because he was talking shit on saliva, you know, and the fans turned their back on him. But apparently they're they're winning now because Durst is wearing wigs and you know they're out there still playing Nookie and rolling. So I'm glad that the world is right in that regard. We've got them back. Not sure if John Otto's involved. Might be. You're gonna have to fact check that on your own. John Otto. Um, next email is from Jim Young. Simple Plan and the Offspring are playing in my town on Friday night, which obviously begs the question: Have you achieved the hot tub yet? It's a big, what's, this, what's this? A gotcha mailbag? Uh, here's the here's the thing, and I'm gonna address this in a in a video. Um, I rent in philadelphia you know that's one part of the simple plan i didn't really put together here um you know and i don't know i've said this in a video i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the with the town um but we're not exactly known for our rooftop hot tub parties here because the 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 city is sinking into the ground first of all there's sinkholes everywhere um a pizza place just fell down the other day and this lady goes, the name of the pizza place is Key Pizza. And I and I heard it outside of my window. And the lady goes, yeah, well, Key Pizza ain't there no more. And then some guy was walking away and he goes, oh, who gives a shit? Fuck, it sucked anyway. So that's what's going on in Philadelphia. Um, so that's a problem. So I'm going to need to be like a homeowner. You know, this is, this is, this is the big part of the simple plan. And, and we're going to need some land. Um, so uh, we're almost, I think we're at like 200,000 views on August is Falling, which is amazing we're going to need, we're going to need that to go up a little bit if this hot tub is really going to happen because, you know, Lloyd's not putting one in and, and, and that's just, that's so, so to answer your question, no. Um, but with the t-shirts, I I'm halfway to a hot tub. I would say like, I could probably, I could probably finance a hot tub at this point, but I can't put it anywhere. So, you know, the simple plan goes on. Uh thanks for the email. Now let's take a break and then we'll get to uh let's see whatever the next one is. Uh next one, Kevin Mc should Mac Mac-yrkin. Um I should be able to have that and be you know being bullshit Irish as I am. But this is uh more Scottish. The M A C is Scottish. Um hey Pat, maybe you already know this, and perhaps other people have probably pointed this out, but in, just in case you haven't, I'm going to Uh, throw this your way. Drummers for many years have been discussing the overuse of Matt Sorm's November Rain drum fills. I think we have those. Adam, can you put them on? And he does that solo. I'm not sure. Uh, It's the do-do-do-do-do. Love that Slash solo, by the way. And speaking of Slash, if the podcast is going to do anything here, let's get Slash. You know, I mean, like, come on, I want to talk to Slash. I mean, it's not like he's going to give me anything that we haven't, we don't already know. It's just, I want to talk to Slash. So Adam, can we get Slash?
1: Yeah, we definitely get Slash.
0: Okay. That's coming from producer Adam. We could definitely get Slash. Um, So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to remind you of that, Adam. Definitely get a Saul, Saul Hudson, I believe he'll have the hat on he might do a mesh he might do a trucker hat though he does that in a lot of his interviews top hats for gigging um so anyway drummers have been calling that do 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 um as the pat boom debbie boom and i've actually heard that um there was a a buddy of mine in high school i forget i think DeLeo came up with this one I'm not sure but like the um do 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 he used to go rickenbacker bass rickenbacker bass rickenbacker bass rickenbacker bass so i mean you know i'm sure with the regions and everything like that it's like how some people call hoagies hoagies or subs they're heroes i don't know where the hero people are um maybe it's a midwest thing all right thanks for that email what's next this one's coming from tanner we got a tanner everybody tanner's on the board subject music theory all right we're going in beato here Hey, Pat, loving the podcast. I was wondering how you got so knowledgeable on music theory. Um, do you have any tips for a 21 year old wanting to get into theory? If only there was a place where you can learn about music theory. Should, I mean, watch Beato, I guess. Uh, so, if you saw, I think, what video was it? It was the um, 12 Stinks of Christmas, that um, at the end of it, I put my dad playing some guitar at the end. And my dad's my own. My dad's my Beato, um, except, you know, he's, he's, he's the light. Or if I use Spaceballs, you know, there's an upside and downside to every Schwartz. Uh, my dad's the the upside of the Schwartz for me as far as music theory goes. Um, and, uh, you know, so just picking stuff up from him through the years, you know, and then you kind of figure it out where it's just like kind of makes sense. So it's just like it all goes back to like the diatonic scale Beato, Or Schwartz. We'll throw throw the diatonic to Schwartz. But you've got your... And it's all kind of right there. So, like, you know, a chord is a 1-3-5, right? It's the major chord, and then the minor chord is just when you flat the third right beyond. So, um, you know, but, like, when you're thinking about it, like, once you plug this guy in, all these names, like 6th and 13th and shit like that, like, it's just all coming from the scale. So if you're playing an A... You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. And you stop on that six, right? And you put the one, the three, and the six. You got yourself a sixth chord, right? And then that would just, you know. Um, So it's, it's not as hard as you think it is. It's just annoying. Do you need to know it? No, but it makes band practice a little easier sometimes. If you could just say like you know, hey, play a seven. You know, get your numbers down. Your first like, get get you know, get a fourth. It's a sus. Get a sixth. You know, it's the six is classy. The Beatles always ended their. The six is like the Beatles ending chord. Um, get yourself a major seven chord. You get those. You know, then then that kind of like is the gateway into you know the next world, which would be like your diminished chords, augmented chords. You know. As far as like the fucking, you know, if, if you want to be in a jam band, get the, you know, y- y- that's when you get start getting into like, you know, Mixolydian modes and stuff like that. But for the most part, I would say if you want to get work on your chords, get your sixes down. Sixes are the best. All right, so that's it. Um, we're gonna wrap this up. That was fun, right? Mailbag episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. That listens to the podcast, and for those of people that you know are like, get back to doing the videos. I am I'm getting back to doing the videos, um, but I also have an l four Cyan- sciatica Cyan- sciatica uh which has got me on the bench. It's tough uh, if you've got back pain, let me know about it. I'm right there with you um and it's rough and it's a slow crawl and I'm getting through it little bit a little dark it gets a little dark sometimes when you when you got when you got back pain. You know what I'm talking about if you've had it a uh, little dark gets a little dark, but we're getting through you know. Kim's helping me through. And um, so there'll be another video coming. But, you know, I think it's a good thing that these podcasts are happening because, you know, I don't have to get out there and set up, uh, you know, camera shoots at, at Wawa, which is what I uh, use my phone. But, you know, I just I don't have that right now to give ukulele lessons to people in parking lots. So um, I could do this. So let's wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. You can reach the show at songstinkpod at gmail.com. Um, we got fun guests planned. Uh, you can find all my bullshit at patfinity.net. I think you know that. You know, uh, Patreon is with that. And uh, I'd like to thank Adam Levin, executive producer, and myself for being an executive producer. Uh, I think that's it, right? Man, sounds good. What's for dinner?
1: Well, you could write a country tune Set your mind on daddy's phone and Keep it simple and true to phone the way it's done. You can play the back track. Cut the alphabet and chew in on the phrasing. Once you get to the end of the line, it's amazing. Dropping like bombs. Uh, that you can write a metal rap. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Yeah. The devil is dead and strong. Screaming all night. You can write a pop. 7 figures for some running numbers I like the old ones better than the new ones Coming on too strong We could write a folk ditty Tell the tale of a god of a neighbor Same old story and it's always changing Going on and on and on and on We could write a jazz number Hot coals in my soul is blazing The right notes are never wrong off the top of my head. Ah, you can write a poem, show, nation down, the face. show another a piece of me in love. You could write a disco song, getting down in high Fifty four and four on the floor. You wanna dance, know, not, yeah. You could write a reggae, rhythm. You could bet your own song. Hit the road from here to Hong Kong. Look at all them fools that made it. Just strumming along. 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 Just strumming along.